on page Sadiq Vav, this shield was, was originally given Hazinu Arab Sukkis. So it's filled with the delight of Sukkis. We're now, we're now the day after Simchas Torah. So it's Isu Chag. So we're still Asurim, we're still bound to the Chag. And we'll see a little bit in the Jashem at the end here, a little bit we'll talk about, about Sukkis, how it, how everything here is connected to the Yantif. Of course, we've been talking by Rikas over over the past few months, learning the Sefer, the correct way of seeing oneself as a neshama that's mulbeshes beguf, not a neshama anaguf, but a neshama that's mulbeshes beguf. That's the ani, the neshama, and the terrible consequences in the life of a person on every level of that person's existence, emotionally, intellectually, and so on. A person who does not see himself for who he really is, and how that has a a, a real uh, terrible effect upon him and everything that he thinks and feels and how he lives and so on. So we've been talking about how the nature of such a person who does not have this correct way of seeing himself is that is that when there's something that is there's something that defaults in uh, in his life, there's something that's not going well or a mistake that he makes. The natural inclination of such a person is to, of such a person meaning the person who sees himself as a primarily a goof, like all other people, but also has this dimension of spirituality, but primarily he is a goof, so he measures his entire existence and he measures and evaluates who he is based upon these successes or failures in life. These successes and failures, even if they're spiritual, failures, even if there are various, as we learned about, do not reflect ever upon the essence of who he is, the essential person who he is, but the tendency of this person is to always touch himself up, to define himself by these failures. Uh, and because of that, uh, whatever is going wrong, it always comes back to who he is and himself and his failures, his failures as a person that he's a failure. We've been talking about this Ba'arichas the mistake of identifying oneself by this world. So, Rav Schwartz continues on the bottom of Tzadik Vav to give us more examples of how this affects the person. How serious this matter is, meaning the person who can make this connection between his chesroinus and the etzam ha'ani, the actual I of who he is. Nilmad mehamoshul haba. We can learn from this marshal. Makol echad miyitano yesh bor Hashem harim. With God's help, we all have parents. Hopefully, they're alive and well, and everybody's fine. Should continue to be well. Misha zochi yesh laot sabim sabosa sabtois. There also who are zaycha. Those who are zaycha to have even to have thank God grandfathers and grandmothers. But we all know that the the way of the world and the way that Hashem Baruch made the world is that that each person is going to leave this world at some point. And so it is with the parents. So we have a story of parents 
who are who are old, and they're living in the same. They lived in the same apartment for 50 years, the same house for 50 years. And they were not inclined to make any repairs. They were not. They didn't really put any anything into the apartment, into the house. So it's pretty much the same old place, 50 years. Page Sadik Zayin. La'acha ha-shiva. After Shiva. Kamim ha-yeladim ma-schilam lodim b'kavid reish ma-lasay se-meneches. After Shiva, the, fa- the children have to, of course, decide, and they take it very seriously, what are we going to do with our parents' home? Kam echad ma-yeladim v'ahimeh. So one of the children, one of the children makes the following point. Haneches kolkach muznach. The house is so neglected. Tiru makarikan. Take a look at what's going on over here in this house. Hatiach kalef mahakires. The plaster is peeling from the walls. Hakir shavur. The sink is broken. Hamat seifos The tiles are cracked. So this this one of the children puts in his bid for the demolition of the entire house. He says that the truth is it's, it's such a wreck that it's it's kedai to just tear it down to sell the property uh, and uh, we could make some money off of that and uh, somebody else will be able to build over here. So that's that. That's uh, that child's uh, view. Ha'ach Hashani, the second, another a brother. Mabit by he looks at the first one and says, "Look, Nochan Shahakia Shover. It's true. The sink is broken. Vatiach Miskalif, and the plaster is peeling. Avobain Zeh, Levain Laharaisis Abayis. But okay, there's there's some repairs that need to be made. But to go to go." to say that, that we should just tear down the whole place there's a very big distance between some some uh, relatively minor repairs or maybe even a few more major ones and 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 uh, and what you're suggesting to to uh, to destroy the entire place instead Kablon, she puts him what we need to do is to hire a contractor she puts him who will who will um, be hired to uh, to undertake the project of making some of these minor repairs that need to take place. And in that way, in that way, we're going to solve the we'll solve the problem. A house that's been standing. I mean, they're living in 50 years, but the house is a 70-year-old house. Now we know that also that a lot of these old houses were made much much better than the houses that are made nowadays. And the house that's standing for seventy years it's not it's not a house that is that, that, that is ready to be to be demolished. It's still it, it could be salvaged. We just need to do some work. So we all understand the marshal. Hamashal Nirachad. The marshal appears to be a bit sharp. But really the nimshal is exactly like this. This is how it is in life. Yeshnam anashim matsu There are people 
who when they have detected within themselves plaster that's peeling, sinks that are broken, tiles that are cracked, and all that that means in Ruchnias, and all that that means in Chesoidus, when it becomes absolutely clear to them, and they can't hide from those cracks anymore, the feeling that they have right away is, they right away, this, this type of a person right away looks at himself, I'm, I'm just not a good person. You'll point something out, all the friends will get together and point out, listen to your uncle, you know, this is, this is a problem, you have this, this is a problem. Whatever the problem might be, you, you know, you, you talk too much, you don't talk enough, you're stingy, whatever it might be. But the result of the result of coming face to face with that chesaron, with that chesaron, or those chesaron, is always this feeling of I'm no good. I'm no good, and and uh, my whole life is 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 not good. Himabitam al atzum ka'adam shlili. Im ha'adam ha'yoyshev umenasel inatech as kol ma'loisav chesaron aisav. If the person would take out a piece of paper, like by the old spelling tests, and fold it in half, and on one side he would write his chesreinus. The chesreinus, let's say, this, these chesreinus that were pointed out by his wife or by his friends, <coughs> and he would write all of the chesreinus on one side. So, okay, say that. Or this most recent discovery. He would write it on one side of the page. And on the other side of the page, he would write his milas. He would write his good points, the things that are good about him. Or he would ask his, if he would ask his his wife, or he would ask his his friend. Okay, you pointed out this chisar, and it's true. It's a very big chisar, and I'm and I'm I'm having a you know it's hard for me. Could you maybe help me to see if there are any milas in me? What milas do you see in me? And and your wife or your friend would say. What do you mean? I, uh, these are very lichtige milas, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you just offhand. You're like this, you do this, you so much like that, and so on and so forth. And in the beginning, you'll say, "Well, that, that's not. No, I'm not really. It's not." But then you'll ask your friend, and your friend will say, "What? You want to know some milas? What do you think? I'm your friend for for 50 years. I'm your Let me tell you some of your milas. And you see, the milas stem with what your wife told you. These are milas that you have. If the person would do that, if he would really sit and dissect, as called Malois of Chesoinesov, in a very honest and real way, to dissect all of his Milas and Chesoinesov, that's what a Cheshman Nefesh is about. Some, some, at some point growing up, uh, um, at least how I understood it from what, uh, in, my, in my distorted way, uh, what I heard growing up in Yeshiva was that a Cheshman Nefesh means what's wrong with me. That was always what the Cheshman Nefesh meant. And it took years and years and years for me to be able to even hear those words, Cheshman Nefesh. Because when, when I heard it from the rebellion, the way that I heard it was, you're really rotten. Your problem is that you never made a Cheshman Nefesh. I know who you are. You're rotten. If you'll make a Cheshman Nefesh, then, you, then you'll agree with me that you're rotten. So we have this very, very negative way of looking at a Cheshman Nefesh. Well, that's not really... A cheshman nefesh doesn't mean just to look at, at, at what's rotten. A cheshman nefesh means to look honestly at your chesoinus and honestly at your milus. And if you need some help, you can ask those people who are closest to you. Your parents usually will 
have a very, very clear picture of your chesorinus. Your mindless, not always, depending on your relationship with them, but a very dear friend will have a, 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 a very good idea of your mindless. A close friend for many years will be able to tell you um, your mindless. Because he, cause, he could have dropped you. Your parents, you know, it's a different parasha. But uh, your friend could have dropped you if he felt that the chesorinus were overwhelming. He could have just left you. So usually if you want to hear your mindless, you can get them from a, from a, uh, from a close friend. So, and if you have a, a good marriage and a strong marriage, and it's also, of course, you could hear that in, in a good and, and, uh, and helpful way. But a person, a person uh, normally thinks, stop, that a cheshman nefsh, you, you pull aside any little yeshiva bar, you ask him, do you make a cheshman nefsh today? So like the, the eyes start to roll, or if he's a very, very serious and ernst, you know, boy, so then he'll, you know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll maybe say, yes, I did. And and if I ever had any hava meaning that my life was worth anything, I, I, I discovered in my most, most recent cheshman nefesh that it's not, and that I'm not the person I'm supposed to be, and so on and so forth. That's not what a cheshman nefesh means. It means accurately evaluating, enumerating, evaluating, clarifying one's mindless and one's chesrinus. If you only have one side of that page filled out, you're in big trouble. Either, either way, you're in big trouble. If a person would do this, if a person would do this, it's very likely that this person who now, after his sermon is pointed out and, he, and, he, and he's devastated by it, if he would actually sit and dissect who he really is, he would come to 90% mindless. Most of us are like that. We're not talking, God forbid, about a Russia. We're talking about most of people like us. 90% mindless. 10%, maybe. 10% of chesreinus. But this person, meaning the person who lives as a goof that has a neshama, he's a goof. He doesn't look at it like that. His way of seeing things is always to come back to the Ani with the Chesroinus and to, and to link the Ani of who he is with, his, with the Chesroinus. And from the 10% of Chesroinus, now remember, the 10% of Chesroinus failures in his life are very obvious and open and, and, and now they're on the table. And from... From these chesrenes, he has drawn the conclusion, the, a conclusion that can only come from the world of the guf, that can only come with a person's not believing in the absolute, unchangeable essence of who he is, which is lekai neshomish nesata bitohiri. This person looks at himself and he takes these chesrenes and he says, "That's who I am. That's the person that I am." And from the 10% of failures, he reaches the conclusion of a, a negative self-image. He sees himself as a very, as a, as a person that's terrible. And that's why people get so, that's why people get so crazy when somebody criticizes them. Why do people react so terribly when they're criticized? Because they know that when they're, if they're being criticized, 
And the chayshah that what the person is saying is true. Of course, they know that it, that many times is true. The criticisms, sometimes not, but many times it is true. So they know that when they're being criticized, that what this person is about to do with this criticism is to tear me down, to tear me down, to destroy me. They're destroyed by the criticism. Why? If the person would, if the person would know the truth and live with the truth, that he's what, that he's in the shama, that's mubashes baguf. Even if that friend or God forbid, enemy, points out something that's wrong and criticizes him, he doesn't feel that his life is threatened by that criticism. He doesn't get angry or depressed. If it's something which is worthy of thinking about, he, he thinks about it. He looks it over. It could be it's like a, a, a good point that this person made, even if it's an enemy. Like Khalil, there should be any enemies. But if, if even if it's coming from an enemy, it could be it's like a good point. It's a good point. And and that's something that I should work on work on and and hopefully I can I can uh, I, I can uh, improve. If it's coming from a friend of oh, it's a Shiloh, then it's only to help uh, to improve. But he doesn't feel threatened by that. He doesn't uh, you know you 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 dissed me. You know dissing is destroying the person because my whole existence is only based upon. Not, not really. Not only what others think about me, but by my running away from this, uh, by my running away from this self-evaluation, which, if the conclusions are that they're attacker chesuenis, that means that I'm worthless and I can't stand that. I can't stand the thought of being worthless. So the defensiveness of people and the anger of people when they're criticized is always because. It's always because if they're if they're being criticized and there's truth to that criticism, that means that the logical conclusion that I must reach is, I'm taking nothing, and that's why you're so angry. This person made me into nothing. It's not just a matter of public opinion and to be worried about public opinion. The the deeper the deeper reality is I'm worried about my own opinion of myself. Kiyadua, those are the people that get very angry. What others think of me, what others think of me, forget about whether forget about uh, what uh, the, uh, public opinion, but but what about me? And if this person is right, and if I and if I allow this person to criticize me, and if I accept the criticism, that means that I'm facing the reality of my worthlessness. And that is a terrible, terrible mistake that destroys that destroys a person's life. And that's why people are so... And Bechlal, society now, the whole Indian of being uh, politically correct and how delicate and frightened people are of any kind of of any kind of criticism or anything that would reflect negatively upon them. If you're a teacher now, if you say anything, if you're a public person and you say anything that in the slightest way could hurt or insult uh, in, in any way that could be interpreted by somebody as being disrespectful, you're in great danger because people are very fragile. We've spoken about this a thousand times. People are very, very fragile. And if I didn't know that before I got thrown into this whole robotness thing, I certainly found that over the years. People are very fragile, and, I, and, and I've learned, which is good for me, 
even though I still botch up and I'm constantly hurting and insulting people, but I've learned, I try to think much, much more about, is this going to be something that somebody, it's some of this chavre here, and this, especially if I'm going somewhere, I don't know the people. If I'm sitting with a chavreim that I know, so it's much easier. But if I'm going to a place where there are strangers, you know, I, I, so, I told her that I had, this happened once I spoke in Queens at a, at a big island. And I told her a story of Divichayim, and I used the word crippled. I mentioned this recently. I said about the Divichayim was, so I said the word crippled. This was, this is around 15 years ago. I said the word crippled. And there was a lady that came over to me afterwards, and she gave me a Mishik Beirach, that she has a sister that's, that's uh, handicapped, and no one, whoever had to say such a word, cripple. I said, I promise you, I didn't mean anything bad. I just, I thought that's the way that we talk about the Messiah. She says, no one talks like that. The word is uh, dis- disabled and handicapped. I said, are you chayshed means that I have something against a person, that, that, that I would try to hurt or insult people that I feel myself pity for? And she just wouldn't even talk to me. And in front of all the people, she was like, she just walked out. And, and anything you said in this shia, was, you know, she put down. It was, uh, uh, how could that be? That I, that, what was I saying to make a... But you see, people are so fragile. Because why? Because if that rabbi or that teacher or that whatever says something, and now the kids are like this with their parents, says something bad about me, it means ich bin was garnished. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. And here we're talking about a physical handicap. Whose fault is that? That's not anybody's fault if someone's physically handicapped. But Akedekacht is such a, a... People are so fragile. Because in a strong person, if there's something that you point out that's wrong with him, he, he could look at that and say, say that. Either it could be you're wrong. That's not really wrong with me. You don't really know me. Or if you're right... I know this already for a while. Now you know it. My parents knew it. Know it. And I need to fix it. It doesn't It doesn't mean that I'm a nobody. It doesn't mean that I'm worthless. And you didn't make me to nobody. Anytime you're standing up now in front of people and you're talking, you're in danger of making people feel like nobody. And, and who wants to do that? Whenever this has happened, and it's gotten back to me, and, I, and then I try to understand what is it, how did the person get to that maskana, you know, by what I said? So my wife knows, so how do I react to that? I react in the same stupid way. The way that I react is, oh, my mother's right, I should have been a lawyer. What am I doing this for? Crazy. I I, my hope, uh, avoid is that I want to, I want to be and then I And then I find out that, uh, that, uh, that I hurt this person. I, and, I, and, and, and so now, why am I doing this? I shouldn't, I shouldn't be getting up in front of people anymore, talking in front of people. Just get me. I always wanted to be a librarian. I love books. Just put me in a, libra- in a library someplace. In a, in a, in a Jew, I mean, in a Jewish, you know, I'll work in YU someplace on the fifth floor with a million swarm. I don't have to talk to people. I can hurt anybody. I'll just look at swarm the rest of my life and put them on shelves I feel this way and I have to pull myself out every time but that's that's silly that comes from the same mahalach of being what do you so my way of reacting is I'm, I'm upset because the person is so fragile that they re, that how come they overreacted to what I said and I never meant it that way and then what happens to me the exact same thing then I also feel like oh, yeah, I am I'm just the worst. I'm terrible. I should never have gone into this. And why did my why did my rabbi tell me to do this? And I can't believe I'm doing this. And I, I, but the whole thing is crazy. 
But that happens to us all the time. It's a very natural thing. We're not we're not looking at the miles. The miles could be okay. You're trying. You're chazikim. You're helping. And say that maybe this thing was not said in a sensitive way. But to be more sensitive, because there are people out there that have these sensitivities, and to try to make a cheshman to not to use that word or not to say it that way or to try to you, know, you don't always have to put it in that way. Okay, that would be uh, the correct way of handling a situation like that. But the person who is hurt, oftentimes, should not have been hurt. Should not have been hurt. And and then what, then when in turn, I was. It was brought to my attention that I hurt that person. I also shouldn't be devastated by that. I should apologize and say, I'll try to do better. <laughs> but, that, but that's the way it is. That's just how it is. Adam Shuhubari bin Abshai, a person who, who is healthy. Adam Shuhubari bin Abshai has a healthy nefesh. Meaning, I, I, me, who am I? I'm an Neshama Tahayr. The same way that God made me. The same like my children. Such a person, Odom Shul Bori Benav Kach, he thinks this way. Yeishlich Hasoinus. It's true. Ach, Gam Yeishli Habi Milus. But I also have many Milus. Many more Milus than Hasoinus. If I have these Milus, now, I have to take these milas and sharpen them and refine them and, and really work on them. Why? Because these milas obviously give, these are going to be instrumental in helping me work on my chesoinus. That's how God made us. I'm going to sharpen my milas. I'll, I'll fine tune my milas. And I'll work on fixing Chesoyinus. But I can't believe you said that about me. I can't believe you think that about me. I can't believe it. I mean... In this healthy person, the Histaklis, the general way that he looks at himself, he It's not like I'm a nobody. It's not like somebody that's worthless. Who's missing uh, meaning in life and who's missing content in life. Hopefully, just the opposite. I'm a person who is living in a constant, in a constant process of building myself. And if somebody pointed out a chisarin in me, or if I myself realize now that I botched something up, then as part of my project, I am grateful to the Bari Olam that I now see that I have this problem. I didn't know about it. It wasn't clear to me. Now it's clear to me. And as part of my project of fixing and repairing myself, I'm not going to throw myself out like that like that uh, son who wanted to who wanted to call the guys to to demolish the old house, but I'm going to be like the second one, the second son, who said, "Listen, there's some plaster that's peeling. There's a sink that's broken. Let's not destroy this. A lot of work has been put into this. This is a, this is a strong, good house, but let's fix it." That is a person who lives in the talich pnimi shalbiniyah. 
building, building. He's in the business of building, not destroying. Because it, because he always has what to build upon. Because the, the etzim of who he is, is, is holy and pure. So what's the need of demolishing? Why destroy? What's there to destroy? Someone says something bad about me. It's not true, it's not true, it's true. So then, other <laughs> Then, then, uh, really, if, if I were really, really in this place of being totally healthy, I would, run, I would kiss this person, like the Muslims from say, like of any other tzaddikim say, I would be forever, forever grateful to this person that he helped me. He helped me. If someone come over to you and say, uh, 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 you know, if, if you're driving on the highway, it happened to every one of us, you're driving someplace and someone, and someone says, yeah, he says, your tie is low. It's a tie, you don't know the guy's a shkayef, and then and you appreciate that because the, you know you could have had a flat tire and the guy helped you out. So that's that that you don't say I can't believe it. You can't believe the guy. I don't even know him. He also saw that my tire was low. <laughs> you know he he pointed this out that I have a chesar of, of in my in my tire. Nobody would think that. You would think shkayef. You'd be grateful to the guy. He helped me out. Somebody, somebody uh, comes to Shul and says, "By the way, I wanted to let you know that you, you know I noticed that on your on your uh, on your roof, I was passing your house, and I saw that a couple of tiles that that fell off. You, you know, you might have it's the winter. You might have a couple of problems that you should look into it. You can't hug the guy. You don't say, "What do you 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 don't have your own problems? You have to point out my problems." You never say such a thing. You say shkayich. You did me the biggest tiger. So someone says something to to, to point out in a, in a nice way, to a criticism, to say that other you'd forever feel hakaris atayv. That's if you're an neshama, which is mulbeshes beguf. That's if you're building your life up, not that you live in constant terror and fear that someone's going to notice the the hole in, in your roof, meaning of who you are, and say. Well, you got you know you, you don't have much of a house. You have a hole in your house. Or a person, imagine a person would feel so hurt that uh, here I, I bought this expensive house and I put so much work into it, and then someone noticed that I have a tile on the roof is, uh, to, and to feel like very very hurt and insulted. How could you tell me that? How could you tell? You know, I, I spent a million dollars on the house. How could you go ahead and tell me that the tile is so The guy says, I don't know. I just you're a friend of mine. I don't want you to have any leaks in your because it's a beautiful house. I don't want you to have any leaks in it. So when, if there's someone that loves you that tells you, that, look, I'm, I love you. I'm telling you that. that of course, it's not so pleasant because most people don't do it like that. But if someone would, if so, would tell you, I love you, and I, I want you know that you have a, you know, there's a problem there's a, in, in who you are. There's a certain problem. You know, it's not who you are and what you're doing and how you're talking. There's a problem. So your answer is, you know, I'm working on myself for 50 years. You know what a hush of a person I am. You know what a building I've made for myself. I'm, I'm a big hush of a person. And you have to go and to knock me down. So the person says, I'm not trying to knock you down. It's because I love you and because you're so beautiful and you're so wonderful that you pro- I thought you would like to know that you have a loose style. Because if you're not careful in the winter, it's going to start dripping. That's how it is. In a healthy person's mind, in a healthy person's mind, this Akarsatayf, I can't. I thank you and I appreciate you. I appreciate that. It's a big Akarsatayf. Because you're in the process of building. We're now in Pashas Bereshis. Look what a beautiful, beautiful Mahalach um, uh, he has in this. What happened by other Marishan? What's the Shirish? 
Now, of course, the Rishonim point out, the Ramban and others point out, well, he didn't die. He ate from the tree. Other Mechav ate from the tree. They didn't, they didn't die. So the simple pshat the Ramban says and others is that you will become a person who will die. Because you will be, instead of being immortal, you will become, when you eat from the tree, you will be a person who will eventually die. That's the simple pshat. But Ba'aymik, what does it mean? On the day that you eat from the tree, you will surely die. Look how beautiful he says now. I don't know if you saw this in the Sefer, this is a zombie. Look how beautiful. The Pasuk Kama Of course, there are many explanations of this Pasuk that when you eat from the tree, you'll die. But in the context of what we're learning, what's going to happen to you is as follows. After you're going to sin, after you're going to do what's wrong, because you're a human being. After you're going to do what's wrong, you're going to see yourself as a person who is as good as dead. That's how we are. That's human nature. You're going to see yourself. You're going to see that instead of having a healthy, a healthy way of looking at yourself after the sin. You remember we spoke about from the tzaddikim that the, 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 the tzaddikim said that the main test of a the main thing that the Yitzhar wants to get you is not to do the chet, it's to, to demolish you, to bring in the crew after the chet. Like you can almost see with your eyes, like the person did Neveira. Neveira, no, it's Neveira, it's not good. It's not a Neveira. And then afterwards, like you can really see the truck coming down the block with a big iron ball. And and just and he just holds out his arms and says, go ahead. You know, take me. That's what it says in the Torah. When you, uh, that you're going to do an Aveira. And on the day that you do the Aveira, when you eat from the tree, you know what you're going to feel like? Mice Thomas. Like your life is worthless. Like you're already dead. That's the world we're living in. A planet in, filled with, with dead people. Except I think like when you, maybe when you go to like happy peasants and farmers somewhere. But otherwise, dead people. That you see that every fault that you have is really bringing you closer to your end. Meaning, to every, everything is a taste of death. <clears throat> because every single fault and every single criticism is telling me that I'm worthless. That I'm, for all practical purposes, I don't really deserve to be in the world. Instead of looking at really at who you are, a live person, a healthy person, Someone who's building myself. Okay, and there was a there's a quirk in the building. There's a thing in it. <laughs> okay, but not to tear down. Demolition. Destruction. But instead, a person should be building yourself. You could build yourself. And when you're a healthy person, you could help build other people too. But instead of this, 
Testakel al-atzmecha betaylich shel hamosa atzmes. The Rishon says you're going to see after you eat from the tree, you're going to look at yourself at the rest of your life as one long process of suicide. Isn't that something? Moist Thomas. We know what that feels like. Everybody knows what that feels like. We have felt that. That feeling of of dying. Of of dying. Not that we're going to do anything because we're chickens and we're from. But that feeling of dying. That feeling of dying. So you're not dying. You're not, you're not really dying. You're, you're Baruch Hashem healthy and well. And you have a Neshama Tahira. But your way of looking at yourself, that's killing you. Not that person who said that bad thing about you. He's not killing you. Not the mistake that you made. Not the failure that you did. It needs to be fixed. True. That's not what's killing you. The reason you feel like dying is because of the way you look at yourself. That's killing you. Your totally perverted and distorted view of who you are is what's killing you. Not what that person said. There's no reason that you have to hate that person. There's no reason you should be upset with that person. It's your own it's your own suicide. Harizayadu Bakhush. We know this. This is something that we all see. Bakhush. That even people who have, God forbid, a serious illness, that much of the cure depends on how they're thinking about themselves. We see this bechush. The stronger the desire for life is, and the healthier their way of looking at the etzim of being alive and who they are. Not, of course, that a person could live forever, but, and not necessarily they could even conquer that disease but he could certainly live longer to live longer more years with God's help and the weaker that hope is and the more the, and the more they see themselves as already being dead it's like they're signing the death certificate signing the death certificate I mentioned this many times. My father told me and my mother that in the concentration camp, they, they could, you could, when you were walking there, drain, they were, you, were, you were able to see someone who already was dead, even though he was still alive. You knew that it was just a, a matter of hours, a day maybe, that person was going to actually die. When they lost hope, Yom HaChalchem and Anamais Thomas, it was already dead. Then that, when the person sees himself as dead, it's a red, then that's the chesima, then that's the stamping of the death certificate. If the next page, tzaddik ches. <clears throat> Just by the way, I explained. I was explaining before Sukkot. It's the ikas simcha that a person has. I'm just going to say very much the kids are now. So we see that the Rebbe Shalom gave us such a term called zman simchaseinu. And certainly he wants us to continue with that. And it wasn't just that it's finished on on Sukkot and Simchas Shmiyatzer, but what does it mean, Simchat? And you might think that a person would think Simchat is something for a person who has reason to be happy. If I have reason to be happy, on Yotav I explain. We're talking about Kahelas, and then you're reading Kahelas on Yotav. And I explained that that, that Nagila v'nismachabach means 
not not as the as the medrash it says nagil v'nis mechabai any yedaya. Am I supposed to rejoice because of the day, or am I supposed to rejoice because of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? So we learn that days there are good days, there are bad days. If your entire happiness depends on whether it's a good day or a bad day, so then you're at the mercy of things that are totally beyond your control. Because whether it's whether your car gets uh, to its destination, whether your train is on time, and whether the guy buys what you're selling or not, it's not what are you gonna, it's not totally on you. None of these things, nothing's totally on you. The only thing that's totally on you is you, and how you feel, and how you think, and what you believe in. That's what's totally on you. So, Nagila v'nismachabach, the joy of Sukkot, is Nagila v'nismachabach. It's not dependent upon this or that factor in my life, but on the Akash Baruch Hu. And what does that mean, Akash Baruch Hu? It means, in the context of what we're learning, the chelak elokah, mimal mamisht, of who I am. That locus that's inside of me, that's unchanging, that's always pure. That's how we learn that that there's such an extraordinary way that the Bereshit calls us this time of the year. We see this in davening, and we saw it in the laning. In <coughs> Kippur, we said, Hashem forgives Shivtei Yeshurun. That's a name that comes from Yaakov Avinu, but the Jewish people are called Shivtei Yeshurun. Yeshurun, of course, means those who are straight. Yeshurun. And in the laning, the only places in the entire Chumash where we where we where we refer where we are referred to as Yeshurun are on these parashiyas of Hazinu and Zayisabrocha and Kekel Yeshurun, Vayashmin Yeshurun, Vayibi Yeshurun Malach. It's only it's only in these parashiyas when Moshe Rabbeinu is leaving the world. It's only in the parashiyas that are Yom Kippurdik, Sukkistik. In these parashiyas, the, the name that were called Yeshurun, the Ramban. The Ramban in Bamidbar explains that the name Yeshurun is is describing <coughs> there it says by Bilam he says Thomas Nafshi Mais Yesharun. And there the Ramban tells us what it means Yashus. Yashus means that there's a natural, healthy Yashus, straightness, uprightness, pureness and holiness that we were created with. That's the natural Matthias of a Jew. And Bam is really a human being, the Chlal. Helikim Asa Asadam Yasha. As it says in Kahalas. Hashem made a person Yasha. So the Svasama says that the whole year we don't think of ourselves that way. But after Yom Kippur, a person is able to see that truth. That of, of what? Of the, of the Yashvis, of the, I'm a person of the people of Yeshurun. And a person is able to see that because after Yom Kippur, after all the Tshuva and all the Tahara, he returns to that truth of Elokai Neshamish Nesatabi Tahari, of who he really is. And that's what the Svasema says, it's only after Yom Kippur that a person can truly rejoice, Uli Yishrei Lev Simcha. Because only when you know with absolute certainty who you are, that Be'etzim, you're a Yosha, Be'etzim, you're a Neshama Tahira, then you're able to feel the natural Simcha, like children, the natural Simcha of the reality of your life. 
And that's why we know that each one of the Torah tells us from Chazal that each one of the Yom Tovim corresponds to a different one of the Ovis. So we know, so we know that, that, um, Zohar Kodesh that comes from the Zohar, that Pesach is Avram Avinu, and Yitzchak is Shuvus, and Yaakov is Sukkot. With Yaakov you don't have to say any fancy drushes. It says Beferish in the Torah, but Yaakov knows us Sukkot. Well, the Mekneu also Sukkot. It says by Yaakov in the Sukkot. Yaakov knows us Sukkot. And Yaakov is Yishurun. Enke Kel Yishurun is Yaakov Vinu's Yishurun. Shivtei Yishurun means Yaakov Vinu is called Yishurun. And therefore, what do we see by Yaakov Vinu, which we don't see by the other others? Even though there's no question that Yaakov Vinu was happy. And Yitzchak was happy, of course. But only by Yaakov Vinu it says in Tillam. By Yaakov Vinu it says, Mi'itain mitzion Yeshua as Yisro, we say by Ma'arv, Mi'itain mitzion Yeshua as Yisro, Beshu Hashem, Shus Amoy, Yogel Yaakov Yismach Yisro. Yogel Yaakov Yismach Yisro, the, the, the most basic characteristic trait of Yaakov Vinu was Simcha. It's interesting. Which means there's Yaakov Emes. So you and I, when we think of Emes, we think, oh, that's not Emes? That doesn't make me happy. Because the Emes of who I am is I'm worthless, right? So that makes me sad. But look by Yaakov Avinu. His meat is Amos, and he's the happiest person in the world. Ishtam Yeshavarov. And by Yaakov Avinu is what? Yogel Yaakov Yismach Yisrael. The Medrash says, the Fisha Yaakov Sameach Mikol HaOvis. He was the happiest of all of the others. The happiest of all of the others means <coughs> that Yaakov Avinu was in that place of absolute Yashus, Amos. The absolute truth of a Jew is Elokai That's the absolute truth of what a Jew is. Yashus. And since Uliyishwelev Simcha, we understand. The Davke Eftiyam Kippur, and Rashonu Dvarachim Akel Emes, the Kayim Load. And a person comes to that place of what? Of Lufnei Hashem Titaru. Of Lukim Asasodam Yosha. She's so able to come to Sukkot and to Shemayat and to dance with that feeling of of Lishrele Simcha. Or as a rule, Tzadik is not is not just on some rabbi. Or as a rule, Tzadik means me. That's how you begin Yom Kippur. Or as a rule, Tzadik Lishrele Simcha. Or as a rule, Tzadik Lishrele Simcha. That's me. They're talking about. We think they're talking about about the tzad, that's some famous. They're talking about me. Or as a rule, Tzadik. Because the whole idea of Yom Kippur is come on. It's you, me. You could be, you could have such a simcha. Go through this day the right way. You can have the biggest simcha of your life, and you come to sukkahs. That's why we see that once we reach this madrega of Yeshurun, of Elokim Osa Adam Yosha, so then we see that we come to that straightness of sukkahs, which is Yaakov. You know, that's why there are many halachas. We don't have time to go into it now. All the halachas of sukkahs have to do with things being in the right say, they're being straight. The lulav. The straighter the lulav, the more beautiful it is. All the minim that they should be. Uh, the din is that you have to take, you have to take the abaminim. Tavka means you can't take the esrog upside down. You can't take the hadasim upside down. It has to be derech What's it saying? Derech doesn't means if you just go the way that I made you. The version saying to each and every one of us, just the way. You know how I made you? I made you straight. Just live that way. Be that way that I made you. That's who you really are. You're not the person that you that that, that, uh, that you're making yourself out to be. You're so fix them. 
They're not to destroy. <coughs> That's why the sukkah has to be made in the right seder. You can't put the schach up and then to put the walls. There's tasalim and also. There's a seder. There's a binyan. You're building. You're building. You're building. That's that's what it means to be. That's everything's everything's with a yashus, with a straightness. <coughs> all of the halachas, all of the halachas of sukkahs are in this mahalach of Yagel Yaakov and Yismach Yisrael. That's the simcha of a Jew, is to live with that understanding of who he is. It's so now very quickly. We've given a number of examples just to understand this one basic nakuda. Our avoid is to recognize who am I. The name of the person is the neshama. And the neshama is pure. Of course, I have to fix it. My, my problems. The sink's broken and the plaster's peeling. But, but the etzim of who I am has never changed. It's always been pure the way that I was born. If a person sets this strongly into his thoughts, that the ani is always pure, kodesh and holy, there is no ra. And who I bet someone who I am. Then he'll begin to see his entire life, which is what the rest of the Sefer is about, how to apply this. Then he'll see himself in a completely different way. And he'll receive tremendous, tremendous koiches of tahara to purify his life, to be better. And each one of us in this project is going to, to meet up with the, with the old Bal Musa inside of ourselves that says, maybe even outside, it says, oh yeah, yeah, well you, 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 um, you have this, uh, you're into this, uh, what is it, this, uh, is this a breast liver kick? Everything is great, life is beautiful thing. business. And the Bamusa will tell you that if you do that, you're never going to do tshuva. You're not going to do tshuva, you'll never improve. The only way you're going to improve is if you listen to me, the Bamusa that says, you're rotten. What about my Milas? Everybody has a couple of miles. So we're, we're most of us miles. But the Etzim, you're, you're no good. That's the Balmusa inside of you. I don't mean Bal, when I say Balmusa, I don't mean Chasrushalm, the Tzaddik and the Balmusa. I mean, the, you know, that, 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 uh, the uh, bad Balmusa inside of us. Or, or that friend of yours that says that, that that's a crazy way to look at yourself. <clears throat> but this is the true way to look at yourself. Ain't by Ra. When a person looks at himself in a, neg- in, a, in a negative way, then he shuts out the light of his soul from that, that's, he, he, from ever experiencing and tasting the light of who he really is. And then he lives up to his negative self-image. He lives up to that. We know that with every kid. That, that's, that's parenting the 0001. You tell the kid he's bad, he's bad. You keep on telling him he's bad. He'll come to, there's only two possible conclusions. One is that the person who's telling this to me is bad, or that I'm bad. Right? There's only two conclusions you can come to. Someone's bad. Either the one who's telling this to me is bad, which is also not a healthy thing, or I'm bad. So what happens to a lot of kids, they, 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 they have terrible, terrible way of looking at themselves because they got beaten and battered by parents who said they were bad. <coughs> 
and they think they're bad, they think they're bad, they think they're bad, they do a lot of bad stuff to themselves, to others, and then maybe, maybe, with the big schusavas, whatever, something happens, and the kid, start, the kid goes for help, and he discovers, I'm not bad. I'm not really bad. So, uh-oh. So who's bad? The, those people over there that told me I'm bad, they're bad. But it's also not true. <laughs> they're also not bad. That's them. But they did something bad to me. And I've suffered from this. I've made other people suffer because of that bad stuff. When a person looks at himself in a real and honest way, it's a beautiful asik manish. There's not one pekam, not a blood garnish, nothing, not a stain on this asik of who a Jew is. That's why, that's why the time of Yisrael lived simply, uh, that's why I was so careful that the meaning should be beautiful. Beautiful meaning, Arab meaning. I mean, we know what that means. It means my spine, my eyes, my heart, my lips. A beautiful Jew, a shayniyid. Then he's from that he's able to draw kaiches, tremendous kaiches for the rest of his life. To, 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 to deal with all the challenges and difficulties of life. Because the world is, is trying to, de- to demolish us. Practically, he gives very simple advice at the end of the parak. Two possible ways of, two ways, two mahalchem here that you could use practically to work on this. What we've been learning. one. A person should accept about himself that at least twice a day when he does something that's not so good, because every one of us during the day, you know, will botch this up or that. That whatever, whatever it is, either you do something you shouldn't do, or you have a feeling or emotion you shouldn't be feeling. That you shouldn't be thinking about, then clap whether it's yourself or you treated somebody else in the way that you should have treated. You should, of course, be honest and identify the mistake or the fault. But then, but then, to review with yourself and to say over very clear, and to say over very clearly to yourself, even though what I did, either to myself, or by myself, on a very whatever I did, or to the other person was wrong, even though my feeling or my thoughts was something that were, were not nice, or whatever, negative or ugly or bad, however, their garments, the garments, they are dirty garments, not good. Something on the garment, on the lavush, from the goof. But the ani that Hashem created is pure. Pure, 100% pure. You say that at least twice a day. The chazdeh over when you see either something, the thought something wrong. Base. Even if it, this doesn't depend upon doing something bad, or making a mistake, or thinking something bad, but... To spend each day a couple of minutes, a minute, two minutes, whatever. And during those one or two minutes a day, just take a minute to a day and say, "Me ha'ani, who is the I of who I am?" And to answer, the ani is a mitzias kedoisha, mitzias tahayrish, and everybody boyrich a pure mitzias created by the Creator of the world. 
Ain't about pagam. There's no pagam. I feel a little sarita kal. There's not this slide. It's a little scratch. It's a perfect asterisk. What about all the bad things I, I know in myself? I feel them him rob me, even if they're many. They're all garments. That are enclosed upon my pure soul. Repeats this. And he brings this, makes this part of his daily, daily regimen of how he thinks and of how he lives. This is not, this is not going to happen just in a day or two, not even a month or two. So talich it's a long time. You have to be consistent. To change the way you face, the way you understand yourself. And in the upcoming program, we're going to see how all of this is used. This is the site. How we're going to apply all of this, Bez Hashem, to every single part of life, with ourselves, with others, husband, wife, children, and so on. We're going to see how to use this, Bez Hashem. Shkoyach.